Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, how are you? Wow, I have got three happy birthdays to say today. Ah, oh, three, all on the same day. Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, happy sixth birthday. I'll do them in age order. So, first of all, happy sixth birthday to Emily. So, happy, happy birthday. Really hope that you get everything that you want. Um, and, of course, lots and lots of cake. But just make sure you get lots of presents too. Have a lovely, lovely day, Emily. Really, really lovely. Um, happy birthday to my friend Sally. Um, and she is 39. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> she won't be happy with me telling everybody what her age is. Um, but she's gone away for the weekend, so she's going to have a lovely time anyway. So happy, happy birthday. She's probably not listening. Um, and happy birthday to my children's grumpy John, um, who will be, shh, it's a secret, 57. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> don't tell him how old. Don't tell anyone how old he is. He won't be happy. Um, but happy birthday to him as well. And we're all going around and having pizza and birthday cake. So I get to eat birthday cake even though it's not my birthday. How exciting is that? And do you know what kind of birthday cake I get to eat? Coffee and walnut, because that's his favourite, favourite cake. So, there we go. Oh, three birthdays. My goodness me. Um, Right, so let's have a look what we've got in store today. We've got riddles, we've got uh, true-false, we've got all the days, we've got lots of jokes. Um, So many jokes. Uh, First of all, the riddle from yesterday. So, it was from Geo, and it was, what has a mouth but cannot chew? We've got a very similar one today, um, but what has a mouth that cannot chew? And it was a river, because you get river mouths. Well done, Geo. Um, so, Andrew, you sent in a riddle, and it was, what has a mouth but cannot eat? And it's not a river, but it is something different that has a mouth but cannot eat. So, that's the riddle for today. Anybody understand that one? Anybody get that one? Ooh. Let's see. Just remember, it's not a river. It's something different. So, um, let's see what we can learn today from 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 we learned about heat and temperature yesterday didn't we so what about metals today Ooh. so it was around five thousand years ago that humans discovered how to get metals out of rocks wow they learned to make metal tools at first, people used copper and bronze, but then came iron, 
and finally steel. So mercury, always have to remember this, is a poisonous liquid metal. Okay, so and steel is a very strong metal and it was used to build the London Eye in the UK. So most metals are solid at room temperature. They all have a like a crystalline structure. This means that they're made of tiny particles arranged in a repeating regular pattern. Pure metals are shiny when polished. Mercury, though, is the only metal that is liquid at room temperature. Okay, so you get aluminium and you use that for, it's a main material used in aircraft, also used for window frames and soft drink cans. Uh, copper. That's used for electrical wires and water pipes and sometimes on roof. Gold, we all know that's used in jewellery, but it's also used in electronics. Iron, most widely used metal. It can be made into steel. It can be used for a huge range of things from bridges cars to paper clips there you go lead and that's used for small heavy weights and on roofs and in the past it was used in windows you know like church windows have got this the lead um it was all colored but the the bits that separate the colors are lead um silver so also we knew that we also know that's in jewellery, don't we? And in ornaments. But did you know it's also in photographic film? Hmm. And uranium, that's used as a fuel to produce nuclear energy. Ooh. Strong metals, okay. You can squeeze or stretch metals and they won't easily break. You can shape metals by hammering or rolling them. They can also be drawn out into thin wires and metals can conduct electricity and heat. And tomorrow we'll find out what conductors are, what, they, what that means. Um, but have you ever seen, um, I don't know whether you've seen it on a film or um, on TV, whether you've learnt about it at school um, or sometimes we've got, I know we've got like a, a very uh, old village. Um, it's called a living village um, and you can go and visit it and it's got um, old, really old kind of houses. And um, but they've got this thing called a forge and the forge is where the um the man used to make horseshoe um so you know the shoes on the bottoms of horses well um they used to make them there and they'd get some metal and heat it up in a fire and then 
hammer it until it's horseshoe shaped. And they also made the nails to, to nail them onto the horse. So there you go. Doesn't hurt them, by the way. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering. Um, right, so um, the true-false question yesterday was... Um, is it true or false that unicorns are the national animal of Scotland? Well, believe it or not, it is true. Um, and as Isabella, well, as Isabella got it right, she said, yes, it is right. Um, but she said that unicorns did exist. But they're not magical and they're not rainbow. Well, while I agree with you that they're not rainbow, um, I'm going to disagree with the fact that they're not magical because I like to think they are. <laughs> um, so the true false question today is one that you can easily find out the answer to because all you have to do is Google a picture of it. But see if you can do, guess the answer before you find out if you're right or wrong. Um, so is it true or false that the five rings on the Olympic flag are interlocking? So do they all interlock or are they all separate? So true or false, the five rings on the Olympic flag are interlocking. Let me know. Let me know. Right, should we do jokes next? I love these jokes. So, Daisy and Alice, you sent me two jokes. I love the first one. Brilliant. Well, I like both of them. But the first one, because we have um, magpies in our garden, um, it made me laugh. What do you call an angry magpie? A mad pie. <laughs> I think we get quite a few mad pies. I'm going to think of them. Think of that joke every time I see one of the magpies squawking. Um, the, he squawks. One of them comes and talks to my cat in the garden. Um, and my cat just totally ignores him. But he sits there and he's squawking away as though he's telling him off. Um, so I'm going to think of mad pie every time I see that now. Uh, why do dolphins have fins is your second joke. Because they are dolphins. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for those jokes, Daisy and Alice. Jasper, uh, knock knock, who's there? Europe. Europe who? No, Europe who? <laughs> when I read it, I must admit I didn't get it. And um, then underneath it, it says, um, read it out loud and then you'll get it. So I read it out loud and I got it. So, <laughs> so you're a poo too. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jasper. Um, Isabella, your joke is, what is a snake's favourite subject at school? History. <laughs> I do love these jokes. I really do. Um, Andrew, uh, you said you'd made this one up. So, ooh. doctor, doctor, one of my favourite joke kind of jokes. I keep thinking I'm a cake. Well, nice knowing you'll be gone in a few seconds when I'm done with you. <laughs> that must be somebody giving me um, a piece of cake because it's gone within seconds. 
So what days is it today apart from being Monday and apart from being everybody's birthday it seems? Um, well it's bank holiday Monday in England at any rate. I don't know if it is anywhere else but we have got a bank holiday which means that everything's still shut and nobody has to go to work. Well not quite. Lots of people still have to go to work but I don't so woohoo. <laughs> It's also National Red Wine Day. I don't like red wine. I only like white wine. So I will not be drinking. But my brother does. He likes red wine. Um, National Cherry Turnover Day. They sound delightful, actually. I've never had a cherry turnover. I've had apple turnovers and they're nice. But um, cherry turnovers, they sound gorgeous. It's Radio Commercials Day. Now... Radio commercials, adverts, um, are usually seen as an irritation um, while you're waiting for the music to come back on, you're waiting for a podcast to come back on, you're waiting for even a television programme to come back on. Um, so you do tend to think of them as um, just a pain. However, they've been going for over a century now so over 100 years and they are quite important um they generate uh jobs they generate um people awareness of things so yeah they can be quite important um <laughs> so today just today tolerate them don't skip through them or anything like that just tolerate them for today <laughs> um okay so race your mouse around icons day well have you ever had something loading very very slowly on a computer i know i have um and you're sort of sat there waiting and then you let beats boredom seep through you and you're sort of oh and frustration and i always if i play with my mouse i always think it's going to make it hurry up and come quicker. It doesn't, but um, I always think it does. So I sort of race my mouse around the icons and just sort of stop on each one. And then um, I don't click on anything, just race it round, put the cursor round and round. <laughs> well, apparently it's a day. So there you go. I didn't know that, but we can do that today because it says so. <laughs> um, I people think i make these days up but i don't i promise it's national heroes day not heroes as in chocolate sweets um but heroes as in real life heroes so we need to celebrate um not batman or superman or spider-man those kind of heroes it's more like doctors and nurses and um firemen and policemen um and coast guard absolutely everybody paramedics you name it those type of heroes we and policemen um there's just a list of them um anybody that works in a job that um is basically just a public servant that helps everybody well there you go that's celebrating their day today 
Um, National Bow Tie Day, so you could wear a bow tie. Ooh, I can remember wearing a bow tie years and years ago. I had a very short skirt on and a like a blouse and then a red bow tie because it matched my skirt. <laughs> I was very, very young at the time. Um, and it's Crackers Over the Keyboard Day, lastly. Um, that doesn't mean go and break up lots of crackers and sprinkle them over your keyboard or your dad's keyboard or anybody else's keyboard. It means that you tip the keyboard up very, very gently, tapping it and see what falls out. Because apparently there's a secret life that passes below our fingertips every day. One full of our deepest secrets <laughs> and a living testimony to everyone who has passed before us. And that secret life is in the dust and yuckiness within our keyboards. Because I know at work it absolutely drives our IT department completely crazy because people will spill drinks over them they'll spill all their uh, one girl even spilled nail polish all over it and just stuck all all the keys completely um glue has been spilt over them um that's why we're not supposed to eat or drink near our computers because the it department had um crazy crazy fits and just said they weren't going to mend anymore <laughs> they got fed up so we're not supposed to eat or drink near our computers at all at work now um but shh we still do shh don't tell it <laughs> right so how about a story so i want to know what happens to jolly because jolly went off to be a sailor didn't he so that he could buy tiptoe a new dress so we're going to have um the next chapter and find out um what happens when he goes off as a sailor so jolly is a sailor is the next chapter so jolly had been very upset because tiptoe hadn't got a party dress after all her red overall was getting rather old she ought to have a party frock and look as nice as anybody else. But Jolly didn't have any money at all. So the only thing he could do was to get some work and earn some money. He set off to find a ship. For he was a sailor doll and was sure he would know how to sail one. He went to the river that flowed in and out through Toyland. It was a nice blue river, very neat and smooth, and it had flowery banks. All kinds of toy boats, ships and steamers sailed up and down the blue water. Jolly wandered by the river, wondering how to get some work to do. Soon he met the captain of a ship and he saluted him. Sir, have you any ship I can sail for you? asked Jolly, smiling his wide smile at the captain. The captain liked him at once. My man, I have a ship that I want taken down to roll about town, he said. The trip will only take two or three days. 
The ship has some paint on board to paint some of the balls that live in Rollabout Town. But the ship is a sailing ship and it will keep tipping over on one side. So I can't get anyone to sail it. Well, Jolly knew that many toy ships do tip over on one side and lie in the water. But he felt sure he could manage the captain's ship. So he saluted again and said smartly, Sir, Captain, Sir, I can sail your ship for you. Just try me. Very well, said the captain. There she is over there. Jolly saw a small sailing ship tied up nearby. She was painted red and blue and had a big white sail that flapped a little in the breeze. Her name was Saucy Sue. Well, I can sail the Saucy Sue for you, said Jolly, who liked the look of the ship. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, I lost my voice then. Um, who liked the lip look of the little ship very much. Shall I go now, sir? Is the paint aboard? Yes, said the ship said the captain, you may choose one man, one man, to be your crow. And the two of you can sail down to Rollabout Town. Deliver the paint to Mr Bounce and then come back here. Ask for Captain Heavyweather and you'll soon find me and then I'll pay you for your trouble. Jolly saluted and went off to the saucy Sioux. He wondered who he should get for his one-man crew. If I could get somebody very heavy, they could sit hard down when the ship heels over and their weight would make it go upright again, he thought. Now, who could I get? Just then, a toy elephant went by. He was made of lead and he made a terrific noise as he went along the river bank. Clump, clump, clump went his feet. Jolly shouted to him. Hi, Jumbo, do you want a job? Uh, I don't think so, said the elephant in surprise. Oh, do take this job, said Jolly. I want a one-man crew for this ship. But I don't know anything about ships, except that they often sink, said Jumbo, looking at the saucy zoo. You would be the first elephant that ever sailed in a ship, said Jolly. Really, said the elephant. And I would give you my sailor's cap to wear, said Jolly. Oh, I should like that very much, said the elephant at once. I've never had a hat to wear. You could only wear it whilst you were on the ship, said Jolly. I should have to have it back when the trip was over. Well, I will come if you'll give me your hat now, said the elephant. So Jolly gave the lead elephant his round sailor's hat and he put it on. He really did look rather grand in it. He stepped on board the saucy Sioux and the ship rocked dangerously. Hey, be careful where you tread, shouted Jolly. Don't walk on the barrels of paint. Sit over there. Now, I'm going to cast off. Take hold of that rope with your trunk. Heave ho, we're off. And they were off sailing down the blue river with the white sail billowing out above their heads. It was lovely. We're getting to a bend of the river, said Jolly. The wind will be strong there. 
the ship may swing right over towards the left bank. Sit on the right-hand side of the ship, please, Jumbo. Then your weight will keep it upright. Sure enough, when the ship got to the bend, the wind caught it and it heeled right over to the left. Jumbo sat down firmly and caught hold of the rope to hold back the sail. Jolly went to sit beside Jumbo, but his light weight didn't make much difference. She's nearly over! She's nearly over! yelled Jolly. Jumbo, lean back! Lean back! The elephant leaned back so hard that he almost fell overboard. The saucy Sue sailed safely around the bend and then swung upward again. Oh, Jolly was so thankful. His curly hair... Oh! His curly hair blew in the breeze and he put up his hand to pull his cap straight. Oh dear me, I forgot you're wearing my cap, he said to Jumbo. You did well then. You'll know what to do the next time. They sailed safely round on down to Rollabout Town, passing Rocking Horse Village and Humming Top Town on the way. The trip took two days. They asked for Mr Bounce when they arrived and an enormous ball rolled up. He had a merry face on one side and he was very pleased to see the barrels of paint. Ha! Now we shall all be very gay, he said. Is there any red? Oh, yes. Well, I shall paint myself red one side and blue the other. Can you put the barrels on the bank, dear sailor and elephant, and if you don't mind putting them on their sides, we can roll them away so that we may paint every ball in the town. All the balls of Rollabout Town came rolling up to see the ship. It really was very funny to see them. They were all so jolly. Some of them bounced themselves instead of rolling and one of them bounced right on top of the saucy Seuss, nearly swinging it over. Now, just be careful, ordered Mr Bounce. You young balls must learn to behave yourselves. Goodbye, sailor and elephant. Many thanks for your help. The saucy Sue sailed away back up the river. It was very light without the barrels of paint. When it reached a specially windy corner, it swung over so much that the sail almost touched the water. <gasps> Jumbo sat tight, but alas, the sailor doll was hit by the swinging sail and fell right into the river. <gasps> Trumpeting trunk! cried Jumbo. Look at that! He's gone! The wind swung the boat the other way and Jumbo's weight tipped over too far. Down went the ship the other side and Jumbo fell into the river too. What a to-do! Goodness knows what would have happened if a family of toy ducks hadn't seen them and come swimming up. They were the kind of ducks you have in your bath and they bobbed up and down merrily. In a trice, they pecked hold of poor Jolly and took him to the boat. It took four of them to rescue Jumbo because he was so heavy. But at last he was back in the ship too, and wet and dripping, the two of them sailed their ship up the river again. Sailor, said Jumbo in a very small voice, I lost your cap when I fell into the river. Oh, what a pity, said Jolly sorrowfully. Then he gave a shout. Look, one of the ducks has found it. Sure enough, a toy duck was swimming fast after the ship. 
with the cap on its head. Jumbo took it gratefully and put it on again, although it wasn't really very comfortable because it dripped water into his left ear. At last they arrived back in Toy Town. Jolly tied up the saucy Sue and yelled to a passing baby doll. Tell Captain Heavyweather that the saucy Sue is back again if you see him. In five minutes the captain came along and was delighted to hear that the paint had been taken safely to roll about town. He paid Jolly a lot of money. You must pay your crew out of the money I give you, he said. So Jolly took the elephant to a hat shop and with some of his money he bought him a fine hat. He couldn't get him a sailor's cap so he got him a red felt hat with a yellow feather in it. The elephant was simply overjoyed. He hurried off to show all his friends and begged Jolly to take him on the next ship he sailed in. Then Jolly took his money to a shop that sold dresses. I want to dress for a pretty smiley doll who has wings, he said. So the shop girl showed him a very frilly frock with little blue bubbles sewn all over it and blue shoes to match. Jolly thought they would do beautifully for Tiptoe. He had them packed into a box and then he set off home. Ha, Tiptoe, he thought joyfully, what a fine surprise you will have. Well, that was nice of him, wasn't it? Um, and I wonder now whether she'll go to the party because she's got a different dress to go in. So that's all good. Anyway, 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 that is today's episode. And I really, really hope that you enjoyed it. Um, so the question for the day is, can you swim? I'd just like to know um, if you can swim or not, um, how long you've been swimming for, uh, whether you're good at swimming, um, just, yeah, all those questions, um, but mainly, can you swim? So, there you go. <laughs> That's the question um, that will be asked on the end of the here. And... Will you come back and join me tomorrow, please? I'd like you to. We'll do it all over again with a different story. <laughs> right. Until then, I want you to promise me that you will take care and stay safe. And I also want Emily to make sure you have a good birthday. And that's about it, really. Uh, so I will see you all again tomorrow, okay? Bye for now.